1: Paige Dorian Productions on Instagram and across all social media platforms for the time being. Welcome to the American Glutton podcast.
0: Thank you very much to the original glutton.
1: Yes, that's me. <laughs> I mean, next year you're going to call me a lord ass or something and it's <laughs> going to be really awkward. Just say Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I don't know that we've said that to each other.
0: I, yeah, we haven't.
1: I have started a new tradition in my life. And that is my New Year's resolution can be remade as many times as I need to make it. And January 1st has nothing to do with beginning. Okay. Is that fair? You tracking what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. So you can restart something or you can change it along the way?
1: Yeah. Basically, since. None of the garbage of 2020 has followed us into 2021. I don't need this loophole. But if, say, some of the garbage from 2020 that the world has experienced sneaks into your your life a little bit in this new year, tomorrow's January
0: 1st. I like that. I really like that. I started off with just trying to find anything that was happening and find it to be, I just was like, oh my God, it's January 3rd and I got this unexpected check for 82 cents. Like I it's 2021. Like I just was trying to find anything to turn the tide and the vibe and whatnot. But I like that. So we just get it to restart. It's like a reset button.
1: Yeah, because okay. guess what? Today is the first day of the rest of your life. No matter when that is. Mm-hmm. Today right now can be your January 1st page. okay. Today is my January 1st. No, I'm just kidding.
0: I think tomorrow should be my January 1st. That's
1: fine too. Yeah. It can be your January 1st. By the way, did the new year really start on January 1st this year? I don't think so. I think it was like the 4th.
0: It was the 4th. It was so, it was weird because it was a Friday. Yeah. And then you're into the weekend and it's just a different vibe. I kept thinking it was Sunday for three days. Yeah.
1: So I'm revising my resolution addendum and calling it That any day can be your January 4th. Okay, I like that. You know? Yeah. Because you don't want to set yourself up with just pretending that Wednesday is a long three-day weekend, which is what January 1st was. Right. It's tricky.
0: Yeah, it is. Playing
1: these mental games.
0: No, it is. What is it about Mondays? It's crazy that we're – I mean, I know it's the start of the work week, but it's like – it's just – if I – anything, I just think, oh, well, Monday I'll get that back together. It doesn't have to be diet or exercise. It can just be anything. Like – I wanted to be, I wanted to clean my house. It's Saturday. Like, oh, I guess I'll just start something next week. Whatever. It's crazy. Monday is a weird day.
1: Yeah. But it means something if we decide that it means something. Yeah. I think that that's just life though. Anything that we decide means something, means something. And if we decide that it's meaningless, then it's meaningless. I think superstitions are absurd, but I'm a very superstitious person. And so when brandy won't turn the car around when a black cat runs across the street i know life is gonna be bad for a while yeah and i prepare myself for that and all the bad stuff that happens i realize it's because of the goddamn cat (laughs) that brandy just allowed to just destroy whatever semblance of karma we had scraped together Mm -hmm. brandy lets it go but that's fine that's my lot i also know at the same time that in the blink of an eye, I could decide that none of that was true and it wouldn't be true anymore. I'd have to really convince myself, though, because I believe that stuff. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I wanted to talk to you about... I'm going to do an episode with Dr. Mike Isratel about healthy at every size. We haven't gotten... We haven't had any success getting that gal on. What's her name? The singer.
0: Oh, well, we wanted to have um, Lizzo. Lizzo. Yeah.
1: So we've had no success getting her on, but she seems to be such like a righteous gal. Mm -hmm. I don't want to call her a chick because I don't know her. Mm -hmm. And I I don't want to um, offend her unless I can suddenly apologize for it. Mm -hmm. In case we get her one day and then she's like, you called me a chick. That's not cool. I'm comfortable calling somebody a chick if they want to be called a chick or if I'll never have to see them and be confronted by them about it. Those are my stipulations on that. So we've had no success getting her but she seems like the person to talk to to me. I don't know anything about this this um movement. Mm-hmm. Really, I don't know who the gurus are but I asked for recommendations we got sent a couple of people who we've reached out to. We haven't done it yet. I'm going to talk to Dr. Mike too, because he has really good pros and cons to healthy at every size. But then there was the cosmopolitan thing. And that's really what I wanted to talk to you about today.
0: So that cosmopolitan article just for anybody who didn't see it. Um because I know a few years ago they had a plus-size person on their cover and it made some headlines and then recently there was this cover and I think it said this is healthy. That's the thing. Yeah. Yes,
1: this is healthy. And it feels very much like the point is this excess weight, this size, it was saying this is a healthy state, mm-hmm. right? Which becomes super tricky in my mind because we can say anything that only progresses or adds to health is considered healthy and anything that could potentially or statistically lead to unhealth. What is the word? Disease. ease I, I don't know what word to actually use for this. Unhealthy. Non-optimal health. Anything that leans towards the, pot- the potential for... Health, statistically, is healthy. Anything that could have potential markers for the likelihood to go away from health is unhealthy. Anyway, look, there's part of me that goes, there are no absolutes. How do you know that girl's not healthy? Maybe she can run a marathon. There are so many examples. Um, There was an MMA fighter whose nickname was Big Country, and i'm blanking on what his actual name was. He was a big dude with a gut. He won. He had incredible cardio. He 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 was he was a very healthy guy, but he was also overweight. Overweight with fat, not like in the sense that all bodybuilders are overweight, but like actually overweight with fat. Still very healthy. If you had him on the cover and you took a picture and said this is healthy, the guy's a fucking professional athlete. Yes. He's very healthy, but I still think there would be the urge to go, but if he lost weight, he would be healthier. Do you see what I mean?
0: Well, totally. There are two – we don't know who wrote that article. I didn't came even up with read
1: that. the article. Right. So, so like in total fairness, I don't even know what the article says. I'm literally just talking about the uh, the headline.
0: Yeah, and, and and so there's mental health and there's physical health. And I think – Yes, we have reached out to some people who are leaders of this movement, Healthy at Any Size, and I, you know, we'll keep following up to get someone on and ask them their point of view on that. But I think as a, a female who maybe I haven't, I've I've grown up with different body issues and thinking, well, if I wasn't, and I grew up here in Southern California, my teenage years, and it's very body focused. So, you know, oh, if I'm not skinny, quote unquote, I'm not, Good, or I'm not attractive, or I'm not all these things, right? That's something women can struggle with. So I had all that too. You had that too.
1: I even had unhealthy at at times. That was never my big concern. And I just look at at the end of the day, I'm just trying to figure out if the need to label something as unhealthy, I mean, I, I I don't know. It's so I have I'm I feel like I'm I feel like I'm being pulled in a thousand directions on this one, and mm-hmm. and one of them is statistically excess fat is not healthy. Fine, if you have somebody who's who's in the process, statistically, the way America deals with sugar is not healthy. Like. The overconsumption of it is not healthy. So the wet, you know what I mean? Which also leads to being overweight. Should that be labeled as unhealthy? I know that a lot of people who listen to this probably think of sugar as unhealthy. And I don't really eat sugar. I don't feel good when I eat it, but I don't not eat it because I think of it as unhealthy. Should there be labels on it saying this is unhealthy? Like, Should everything that you know driving a car might not be healthy what are we talking about is everything is the be all end all to everything this idea of health that's also part of it i think about so many things this Is this healthy or unhealthy and to me a lot of it is the amount and how it's having an effect on you like salt salt got a bullshit rap for a long time that it was, um, yeah,
0: that's right. You know,
1: caused high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. And, you know, ultimately there's been a lot of debunking of that. Number one, number two, you need salt. It literally like regulates the amount of fluid you have. Like you can dehydrate and get very sick with no salt in your system. And at the same time, if you have too much, it can kill you. Like I remember once my mom made, I had a sore throat. My mom made me a a thing to gargle that was like a lot of salt in warm water and I drank it and was violently sick for the rest of the day. Like it, it my body said, no, we do not want this in us. That doesn't prove that it's poisonous, but it is. Salt in too high a dose will kill you, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think that's, that's the likelihood with a lot of stuff. So even with fat, Whatever the idea is, you can even have doctors like uh talk about how the the BMI is is a chart that is a statistical thing, but you have a lot of athletes who would be considered overweight because they have more muscle than the average person, and so they fall within the weight parameters of being overweight. Are they unhealthy? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, every one of these things. We get into an area where we're just talking about, we're making these absolute determinations. This thing is either this or that. Mm -hmm. Right. And like I look at that and I go, I don't, I don't fucking know if that girl's healthy. I have no idea. I haven't seen her blood work. Mm -hmm. The one girl is literally doing a crazy move where I think she's holding her toe over her head. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I would, I would imagine you got to be relatively healthy to be able to do that mm-hmm. or like active or something,
0: I like, have no shot at ever doing that. Right. <laughs> right. But that's what, so it's objective or is, do you say subjective? It's to, it's up to the person. If you're, I just think if a person, yeah, there's all these women that have larger bodies with maybe more fat or not, but they have larger bodies and they are super flexible or can run or work out or do these, whatever. And then if that's their definition of healthy, great. Someone could have a definition of healthy of literally only what my doctor says all my test results are, right? And someone could have a definition of healthy of like, I feel good about myself and I have an energy toward life or whatever. So it's what what the measurement is. Don't you think?
1: Yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I think there's a lot of boxes you have to tick in my to, to determine whether a person is healthy or not. I think a lot of people wear their unhealthiness in different ways. Some of them wear it as plaque on their arteries. Some, some wear it as a cholesterol or, or triglycerides or and some people wear it as, you know, very evident fat, which clearly is one of many markers used to determine a person's overall health. Fine. And the idea that we should tell people that this state is the epitome of moving towards things that will benefit your life in terms of a length of lifespan with necessary medical interventions or, you know, I don't know that that's true. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know that we should be, that should be the conversation. But I think at the end of the day, the real thing that, that becomes an issue for me is people, I guess I'll, I'll, I, I will think about smoking. The evidence that cigarettes were really harmful was obscured for a long time. And you had one group of corporations who were actively suppressing that evidence and continually coming up with, you know, alternative facts or whatever it is, where they said, we have a study that shows, you know, that smoking is really good for you or whatever. So when all the evidence comes out and it's like, hey, we knew cigarettes were really actually harmful. I don't think they could show any benefit from cigarettes. Right. Right. You know, now that's not to say that no smokers were healthy. I'm sure lots of smokers were healthy because it wasn't like one for one that you smoked and you got lung cancer and you died. Mm -hmm. That's just a different thing. There's been no suppression of evidence um, around obesity. And we've had years and years and years knowing like, well, since obesity started in america or or kind of got to the level it's at, I just don't feel like we're waking up today and having to have this argument and and really, I think if if we look at human behavior, there are not many people that I know of who who want to be quote unquote overweight and so just getting into this healthy, not healthy thing. I don't know if it's super helpful. That's the bottom line. What's helpful? Like If if the intention is we want to help people to be successful with weight loss, I don't know if calling it unhealthy is the right thing. Certainly calling it healthy, I don't know that that's the right thing either. It's a really tricky, weird position to be in.
0: Yeah. And you've said a few times before that when you were overweight, it wasn't always like thinking about your health that motivated you to- Never, (laughs) Right. Health
1: for me was not a factor. That doesn't mean it's not a factor for somebody. It could be. Yeah. But for me, it wasn't like, God, I got to get my blood pressure under control. I'm going to do a diet. That had nothing to do with it. It was comfort and my ability to just- move around in the world that Mm -hmm. that was really what it was
0: yeah i just think i i think there are certain facts that are you can't argue them right so and 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 It's studies and it's statistics, and people live longer if XYZ is in place, and people can live a shorter life if they have excess weight. All of that we've seen to be true. And like you said with the smoking example, not like every single person who smoked got cancer, not every overweight person dies early of a heart attack. Like that's not right. But I just think there's been so much focus on this in our society of like, People have been shamed for being very overweight or even a little overweight, right? So the idea of this is healthy, I just think it's part of the – again, it's my opinion. It's just part of the entire movement that's happening in our world. There's Ashley Graham, who's such an amazing example of a person who – she's very physically fit and active. She's
1: – I feel like I know who you're talking about. She's a beautiful she's model. Not even really heavy.
0: Um, she's not – extremely heavy. She's just a bigger size than what the typical average model has been.
1: Okay. So I don't mean to offend very skinny people, but she's a person I think, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, you would look at and go, she looks healthy. She literally is the one who looks healthy. Am I wrong? Or is she...
0: I think she's a little bigger okay. than what is... Um, like a, 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 a an average. I don't know. Person. I don't
1: know any of who any of these girls are, but I think you can look
0: at the people we tr-
1: traditionally think of as models, and they're the other side of it. Where mm-hmm. you go, like, I don't know that that's healthy mm-hmm. either. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, and you can have a person who's doesn't have a lot of body fat, and they drink coffee and smoke cigarettes and eat like a bagel at night. Like, there's, there's, that's not healthy either
1: don't go anywhere we'll be right back i just think this is a weird thing because like how many people actually just naturally fall into the category of perfect size Mm -hmm. and and also have all the other markers and then l- live long lives. If they're not like in Tibet or something like that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just some weird average. And I just don't think I, I don't walk around and see that all that many people look perfect. Like, Oh my God, he, this guy can't gain or lose any weight because he's healthy. Mm-hmm. It just feels, it feels like a weird, uh, like a, it feels like a weird way to, quantify this
0: how so you mean by someone's size no look if you're going to the doctors and the
1: point is like let's figure out this sh- the stuff i need to work on if that's why you're going to the doctors if you're going to the doctors because you're sick and the doctor says hey here's this other thing that's contributing to your sickness i totally get it maybe mm-hmm. you want to work on that right that makes sense to me if you go to the doctors and the, and the doctor says, "Wow, you you're, you smoke cigarettes, you know, that's really bad for you." I understand. If you go to the doctor and you're obese and the doctor says, "Hey, we should really think about this." I totally understand. But I do not see any purpose in making a statement on health related to it one way or the other. Mm, mm-hmm. Like this is healthy. The assertion of that, which causes a whole bunch of people to go, no, it's not. Mm. And it's just like, what are you doing?
0: Yeah. That's actually, so that's a great point. Cause you can't point out any one person and say, this is healthy. Who
1: fucking knows? Right. We're not looking at their cholesterol panels. Right. Yeah. We're not looking at their resting heart rates. We don't, there's a lot of factors. And I, I just wonder I just wonder what the point of it is. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. Like, are we trying to say, are we trying to move the needle? Look, by the way, if this term healthy is an average. Then guess what? We're moving towards the fact that that will be the average. That's the direction we're going in. Mm-hmm. So fuck you, skinny people! If mm-hmm. you think that we're not going to get to a day in the future when that overweight person is the average, and guess what? That's now healthy. Right. That's that's how they do this stuff. You could find ten people who are, you know, four feet tall with red hair that live to be hundred and twenty. That's not going to have any effect on the average. Are we all going to try to be four feet tall with red hair in order to live longer? No, that's not the way this works. Yeah. When the thin people are in the severe minority, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: health the the metrics for health are going to change because all of this stuff is averages.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so are you saying really like there's no point in someone calling out? I don't understand calling it out. Right.
1: I don't. It literally confuses my brain. I look at that and I go, I go, great. She's healthy. Awesome. What the fuck is the point of this? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to get a bunch of overweight people into a debate on what's healthy and get antagonism? This is what this is what my mind does. And mm-hmm. of course, I can't really exist outside my mind. Try as I might, mm-hmm. and I really do try. I go, I'm really glad that I don't have a bunch of excess fat right now to be having this conversation because it would be make me terrifically uncomfortable. That's what it does to me. And I go, what is the point of that? I don't know that people who are uncomfortable and not feeling good about themselves, I think maybe there's somebody who's going, we need to get these people to feel better about themselves and look at these gals those gals have it whatever that is that feeling of self-confidence i believed it in them Mm -hmm. and i wanted to like give them all high fives Mm -hmm. i didn't have that and it would have made me terrifically uncomfortable and i just don't get what the point is
0: yeah yeah i I don't actually know what the point is either i don't know you know what i mean like I i don't know
1: it's like some fucking M- mcdonald's cabal by the way i apologize i've been swearing a lot but it's like mcdonald's cabal about like getting people to eat more french fries or it's some underweight model who's going to laugh when this becomes a big topic and there's a bunch of fat shaming mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's what that's what my mind does i i it, it literally spins me in 12 directions going I don't understand.
0: Yeah. I, I really get, I guess that just been sitting with me here of just like, yeah, why call that out? What's the point of that? But I just think there's.
1: I think it could have said like, this is happy
0: mm-hmm. and
1: maybe not have the same reaction from right. people who have to now say, no, it's not,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, cause it's really what I'm talking about is the, no, it's not. And, yeah. and that's just a brutal thing to have people do. to to have people have the have the and this is all i saw online and this is why i bring it up because i saw on the cesspool of twitter which is like really i think a lot of people just being nasty to each other and i don't like it that much over and over and over again this image with no it's not i didn't see one person write a celebratory thing and attach it to that i only saw it on Instagram, less so on Instagram, strangely enough, that that's the social media app for images, Mm -hmm. but on Twitter, just to rebut it. And I go, what are you guys, whoever made it, what were you expecting? Because scientifically, is this the conversation we're going to have? Is that it? Is the conversation we're going to move the average? Okay, I don't think that's what your intention was, is the conversation, look at these amazing women, let's give them all high fives, because that I'm so into, look Mm -hmm. at how happy they are and fit and like able, and look at what they're doing, I'm so down with that, you know? Again, that chick was holding her toes over her head, that's awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I don't know anybody who can do that. Right. And if I know you and you can do that, I apologize. You never showed me. But I just don't get it. What's happening? Yeah. I, 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 it's this confusing thing.
0: Yeah, and there's actually a whole movement of people, as we know, that are against the healthy at every size movement, but but females. like, Because I don't actually hear this about men. I think it's way more about women, healthy at every size.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of thing where like, if you – Wrote to me on Twitter that I was going to die because I was obese. Like, you just got blocked. It's not something I ever took. Mm-hmm. I had to deal with that when I was a kid, you know, being called fat and, and I just fight people and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I was, I was super ashamed. And I think that that too is not a good place for a bunch of people to exist in that area of shame. So, if the intention is, the stigma is with being unhealthy and to remove the shame from being unhealthy we're going to call that healthy i don't know i i i, I maybe that's it
0: yeah i th- i mean i think that is that is it that that's got to be it but i think you just said something a few minutes ago of like if the article had said this is happy <laughs> like they look fucking happy yeah they look happy <laughs> like that's And that comes to, that speaks to the point of like, you don't have to balance or or decide your self-worth as a human being based on what your body looks like, you know, because. I'm
1: so down with that. Yeah. Look, if you had the Marlboro man with a cigarette in his mouth on the cover of a magazine and you said, this is healthy, Mm -hmm. you're gonna, you're gonna get a bunch of people, I mean, you're it would it would appear that the thing we've thought of until this point as unhealthy, the cigarette, because everything else other than that, he's a cowboy, that's not particularly unhealthy. Mm-hmm. These guys look like they can scrap, right? Yeah, They're tough dudes. Oh yeah. The thing that we're saying is healthy is the cigarette. And and then let's have an argument about it. I don't know of any evidence that it's healthy.
0: No, I've never seen any. That smoking is healthy.
1: Not smoking. I did read that nicotine, there's some evidence that nicotine offsets early onset Alzheimer's. Who fucking knows about that weird study though?
0: And there's a lot of different people in the biohacking community that talk about taking doses of nicotine but just not through a cigarette.
1: Right. It's a nootropic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. I can't wait to talk to somebody who has like a real point of view on this because Mm -hmm. I don't have a point of view.
0: Right. Yeah. You're just looking at it and going, what does this mean? What's the intention? Is this good? Is this bad?
1: I just don't know. I just don't know what to think. And I think um, if the idea is like to get people who have uh, historically not had high self-confidence to have more self-confidence, that's awesome. Mm Mm-hmm is the intention to actually move the needle on what health is considered?
0: Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But it's been a movement now for a bit. It's not just like this article was, you know, this recent article that we're talking about in Cosmopolitan was the first discussion of this. This has been going on for a little while. And, you know, I work um, in advertising to a degree, right? I produce shoots, for advertising content, and I have seen over the last couple of years with different sports brands that I work with, and actually, almost every client is always like the last year heavily, and the and and a couple leading up to it. It is there's much more of um, a direction of inclusivity, right, in size and ethnicities and. Uh, Almost anything you can think of, there's all this diversity, but a lot in the sports, sports clothing and shoes and things like that. So I have been seeing women with bigger bodies or men with bigger bodies in a lot of these ads. It's been going on for a while is what I'm trying to say. It's not just this recent thing. You know what I mean? It is a It is a movement. But to me, it's always rung true that it's about feeling good about yourself.
1: Okay, let me ask you a question. When you're producing these shoots, mm-hmm. are do you put out a call saying, I want a man with a bigger body? Or are you just the people who are sent in now have bigger bodies and you're choosing
0: them? When you put out uh, a casting for anything, you give the specs of what you need and want, right? So a family of four that look like they would have a car in this place or whatever, But yeah, so we do ask for um, size. We say it's an inclusive sizing shoot. So please submit anyone and everyone that you'd like to, you know. Usually there's, you know, we want runners or people who do CrossFit or whatever that is in in those groups or those kinds of shoots. But yeah, it'll just say size inclusive and then people submit. Okay.
1: Yeah. Man, it is a brave new world Mm -hmm. we're living in right now. Everything seems to be changing. Yeah. I I feel like the old man who just looks out into the world utterly confused by everything. Yeah. Like, what is happening? These kids today.
0: I know. I never used to be like that. I was like, I'll never be like that. And now something comes up or I hear myself say something or I can't work some app on my phone. And I feel like, you know, whatever I would have thought my parents were just old and out of touch.
1: Yeah. That's it. We're just out of touch. Okay. Well, I think I need to speak to I can't wait to talk to Mike Israel about this because I think he has some really good ideas and scientific evidence that his ideas are based on yeah that's number one and number two let's talk to a gal who's like militant about this, you know what I mean i yeah. would li- I want to hear her point of view,
0: yeah hundred percent
1: because there is part of me that goes who cares about somebody else's personal health you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean look if some stranger is smoking cigarettes i'm not sitting here like worked up about it like how dare that person do something unhealthy mm-hmm. i don't care i'm actually slightly envious of them to be honest with you why do we why are we caring and then i know that there's an argument that it's like a burden on health care And I understand that, but then I would just trace it back to the the inexpensive nature of food right now. Like all these things have consequences. Subsidized food has a consequence, and like, what are we gonna do? Go back to spending, you know, three quarters of our income on food just so that we can make it scarcer? You know, the whole thing is crazy to me. Yeah. At the end of the day. We, ha- we don't have to move our bodies as much and food is much cheaper. There are still so many people. And the fact that we're having this conversation is amazing. It means we're like, we've made it. You know, mm-hmm. as far as human history goes, there's mm-hmm. never been a point where the lower class like us was as wealthy as we are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's so wild that, that we can get, as wrapped up in the ideas of things Mm -hmm. and, and what what the idea is behind that and then i know it's linked to something real the determination of health is a scientific metric you know it's based on science and but it's not absolute at the same time so at the end of the day maybe those fucking gals on cosmopolitan were really healthy and everybody needs to shut the fuck up and go yeah that chick's healthy yeah I'm never going to meet her, so it's fine that I called her a chick. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Paige. I feel like this was a little rambly, and I apologize, but I, f- I think we figured nothing out.
0: Which is okay. We're discussing. You okay. don't have to always come to the end of something and have uh, a solution or an opinion. You can just discuss and then think about it.
1: There you go. Thank you. Thank you. And now for the Q&A.
0: James has a question for you. He says, I want to saturate myself with knowledge, and I was wondering if there were any books or audiobooks that you would recommend for either nutrition or training. Maybe books that helped you personally understand things a bit better.
1: Oh yeah. Renaissance Diet 2.0 by Mike Israel, Fat Loss for Life by Elaine Norton. The Book of Hypertrophy by Mike Isratel, Fit for Success by Nick Shaw. I like the Adele Davis diet books. I think I only really liked them because they were the first diet books that, that I was ever exposed to 40 years ago, and I just always pictured a very sweet nurse, I don't know why, If I don't know if Adele Davis was a nurse, trying to help me when i was shown excerpts from these books and made to read them i didn't hate her i kind of despised the people making me read them at times bigger leaner stronger by mike matthews those are good books those are the books i would recommend if you have a question that you would like me to answer on this show please submit it to americanglutton.net thanks for listening to this episode of american glutton I'm Ethan Suplee, and as always, joined by my chaperone, Paige Dorian. Follow us on Instagram at American Glutton Podcast. Sincerely.